Okay, on the move podcast 002. I'm going to start with uh, one of my favorite personal quotes, and then I'll explain why I've brought it up today and uh, what's relevant uh, for the group that's here today. So I hope I can do this justice. It's not going to sound as good as it probably should, uh, but I'm going to read it and then I'll explain again why I brought it up. Again, one of my favorite quotes, and then I'll get into it. Um, so it starts. Eat at a local restaurant tonight. Get the cream sauce. Have a cold pint at 4 o'clock in a mostly empty bar. Go somewhere you've never been. Listen to someone you think may have nothing in common with you. Eat a steak rare. Eat an oyster. Have a Negroni. Have two. Be open to a world where you may not understand or agree with the person next to you, but you have a drink with them anyway. Eat slowly. Tip your server. Check in on your friends. Check in on yourself. Enjoy the ride. I want to introduce... Co-host Dan Hubbard, Carrie Mongelli, Karen Tuman, uh, Carrie, Karen, you guys have certainly been along for the ride. Yes. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, you two have been with Global Transport Logistics and Fusion for longer than I have. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I want to jump into that a bit. I also want to talk about the journey and the ride, which I think are a little bit different than each other. And we're we're going to get into that. Um, but welcome. And yeah, uh, welcome. Thank you guys for being Thank here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Great to have you. So I picked that quote um, because it's from the great Anthony Bourdain, the late great Anthony Bourdain. And he wrote one of, I think, my favorite books, probably top three, which is Kitchen Confidential. It came out a long time ago. I think it was actually written in the 80s. Uh, but it showed, uh, or when I was reading it, I saw an industry that was probably crazier than logistics and the restaurant business uh, had some of the similarities uh, to what we see in logistics, both the ups and downs and ebbs and flows and, and everything that goes on. And I immediately related to it. And I loved the book and I loved the quote because the quote was, to me, him detaching, stepping back from the crazy life, the crazy industry, and talking about, you know, you just got to enjoy it. You got to step back and enjoy what's going on, enjoy the ride. Uh, and to me, that that's what's kind of lasted with me over the last, you know, 15 years or so that I've been doing this. So wanted to introduce that uh, at the beginning of this. Talk about, um, you know, your ride and the journey that that we've mm. been on because it's been uh, wow. it's been an impressive one. <laughs> so. Um, I have a list of questions that I want to get to and go through. I'll turn it over to you for mm -hmm. any other comments and stuff, or else we're going to jump right in. <laughs> yeah, so um, I love that quote, too, and he's one of my favorites as well. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, just in my couple years here in this industry, I, I totally think that's relevant, right? Um, every day is something totally new and different, and, um, you know, you, you really just have to take roll with the punches. And I, probably nobody can relate to that better than the two of you guys, right, having been in this yeah kind of fray for as long as you have. I mean, um, I don't know if you want to maybe start with like, you know, your first jobs and then kind of get into how you found Fusion. Let's start with first professional jobs. Yeah. Carrie, you can go first. Oh boy. Um, first professional <laughs> job. Yeah, not like mowing the lawn. Yeah, right. <laughs> not like scooping ice cream. Like your first job that you were like your first like, like full -time big, big person or just job. Full time. Yeah, yeah. Full time. In the working community. 
Um, Levenger, a catalog order company in Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, customer service, had no idea what I was doing. Just took a job because I wanted to move to Florida. Yeah, as good a reason as any, right? <laughs> yeah. That was it and was there for, I don't know, maybe 10, 11, 12 months, something like that. And fell into logistics, uh, Hart Hanks, Fortune 500 company. Uh, just answered an ad, went, liked the people. I always had trucking, you know, in my house growing up. And uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. They're paying a ton of money. And yeah. I was like, there I go. And that's when it started. That was in 94. 94, okay. So I've been, I've been in this rat race and crazy, ever-changing, everyday business <laughs> since then. And, <clears throat> you know, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's been exciting. It's been different, you know. Started with Global up here with the Matarazzo family, and, and when, when they was treated that? me well. 98. 98, okay. Yep. So, yeah, it's been. Treated me well. Uh, if it wasn't for that, I probably would have been gone a long time ago. Yeah. So one of the, uh, you know, one of the things that I kind of took away, and the reason I put this quote up is I think there's probably two industries in America where a parent would probably not recommend their kid follow their steps. One is logistics, the other one is the restaurant industry. <laughs> it's probably the only two where you know parents say their kids just, just whatever you do, don't do this. <laughs> well, that's that's why Carrie's son's in the medical field, right? right? Like stay uh, stay as far away as you possibly right. can. My father warned me I didn't listen, just like any other kid. <laughs> yep. uh, but once you fall in, there's uh, rarely do you get out. That's, you get stuck. Yeah. yeah, you do. All right, Karen, I know, I know you got a, a good one here, so don't be shy. So oh, just for the, for the record, yes. Frank told me your kind of origin story earlier today, and I was blown away. Like, I had, okay. no, I had no idea. So yeah, please, okay. go ahead. <laughs> not to, not to <laughs> the first <laughs> steal your thunder. Yeah, really. But the first actual job I had was with a trucking company way back and it was your dad's, your first, his first company. And then from there, I was went to the army. Yeah, I was in Germany for a couple of years, and then I came back. Did nothing. It was fun. <laughs> <clears throat> what were you I, doing in the army? Yeah, please. That's that's the most unbelievable. <clears throat> I was a um, a medic and a psychological um, like. <laughs> yeah, I worked in psych on the psych units. And wow. drug and alcohol units. It's unbelievable. In Germany, they have they're very busy out there. But that was interesting. So I was telling Dan about that, and he was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, I, I, honestly, I have uh, no yeah. idea. I've known you for yeah. two years. I had no idea whatsoever." I, I mean, was stationed amazing. in Germany. You must have like it, an unbelievable fun. amount of stories that you could tell about that. Not that we have to get into that now. Sure. But. It was. You did a lot of traveling. It was yeah, fun. Sure. Just jump on the train and just go. It was fun. Yeah. It's so after you're out of the army, you were kind of just doing whatever doing life whatever. came to you. Yeah, and then <clears throat> a mutual friend, Marianne, who worked for your dad for eons at really his first company at Masco. Yeah, and um, she was like, "Open a company." He was like, "Call him. He needs he needs help." 
Okay. So I called him and we started in Hillside. It was myself, Loretta, Jeff, yeah. your friend Jeff, um, one sales guy, and uh, his dad. And that was it. And then we went from there. We moved from Hillside to Fairlawn. And then so perspective, there's probably five people in the company at this point. Oh yeah, that was it. There was just five of us when I started. It was about the same in Fairlawn too. Mm -hmm. And then we got Carrie when we moved to Fairlawn. This is late nineties. We're talking. Yeah, mm -hmm. and she was our sixth person. <laughs> and then after that, we just started hiring a lot of characters. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that's another topic we're, that we're going yeah. to get into. But, but yeah. Uh, and that's I, when we really started picking up. What I don't think people understand is how business was transacted in the late 90s, uh, meaning <laughs> fax machine, you would yeah. get orders through fax machine, fax machine, you'd sign a piece of paper, you'd send it back through fax machine, mm -hmm. you'd send a carrier <laughs> information through a fax. Everything was fax, yeah. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming into the office in early 2000, maybe 2004, 2005, and seeing this and saying, yeah. <laughs> this is archaic. Yeah, oh, yeah. What is happening here? It's right. oh. wild. We, it, you know, it's really funny, like just to, you know, when we were cleaning out the Glenrock office, we were just coming, finding all this stuff that had just been there for years and years. And um, we came across a floppy disk and Rob went up to one of the young kids that was like 20 or 21. And he was like, do you know what this is? And he was like, I honestly I have no idea what that is. Yeah. So like just shows you how far, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's technology has changed everything. and It's amazing. There were mornings that your father Father's would come in and he would just like throw a stack of bills on my desk. Yeah. And he'd be like, here, this is yeah. from the night before. I'm like. What? Yeah, that was a job. <laughs> yeah. That was a job we and had I, in the office. Yeah. Like data opening entry. the, the opening carrier bill bills. And uh -huh. deal with all that? So not yeah. only that, you had to open all the carrier bills, and then you right. had to scan every page of the carrier mm -hmm. bills. So you had a, a mm -hmm. copy of them. Carrie and I did that. Yeah. Well, we pretty much did everything. <laughs> we, we were kind of. Well, that's that's one of the things about when you there's the organization is so small is that you mm -hmm. have to wear a million different hats. I mean, there's, well, you there's did. so much and, stuff that has to get and done. And Tony was also big on you need to learn how to do everything. So we did. Well, we in a company everything. that size, you sure. you the way it was structured is you manage an account from what we refer to now as cradle to grave, from the right. time you get an order to the time it's billed. Mm -hmm. And I remember you used to have to do billing. Yeah. Remember at the end oh, of yeah. a, we did all, all, a week everything. or a month, you, yeah. you would yeah, do all sure. the billing. Mm -hmm. yep. We would even negotiate rates, rates with the customer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's always And carriers right. to a certain degree, right? right? Yeah. Always, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. We've come a long <laughs> way. So from... There's not many people that I've seen, even when I started, I think there was probably 20-something employees mm -hmm. somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. It was, still wasn't that big, but we yeah. It still wasn't that big, no. Mm -hmm. But not certainly more than five. Right. So it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long ride. Mm -hmm. It's been a, uh, you know, I, I kind of just talk about a journey versus a ride. A journey is something I, I'm, I look at as like steps along a pretty – straight and narrow path but a ride is like the roller coaster yeah, like ups right, downs ups and, down. and sideways yep. uh, and that's really what it, what this has been yeah. going from you know we, we were talking about on the first podcast having around 400 employees today so mm -hmm. it's been a yeah. crazy yeah. crazy ride certainly yeah. yes that's not including temps or, or anything else oh right? no so, i mean there's there's probably in reality more like 480 mm -hmm. which is you know going from mm -hmm. even when i first started two years ago i mean we had 
160 at most probably. So just the amount of growth we've experienced has just been pretty crazy. So collectively, you guys have done pretty much everything there is to do in this business, in our, in the industry, from dispatching, billing, collection, like everything. Um, what is like, give me the, you've seen a lot, give me the, <laughs> the one crazy experience story that still sticks with you today. Uh, we used to <laughs> we used to entertain Our, customers. Oh, we used to go out into the, the city car. and yes. yeah, we used yeah. to the clown uh, car. Your father I'm used need to get a limo. We had uh, customers come in off the west coast, and she would meet them at the airport, and she would wait for the clown cars because she worked for a what are the clown <clears throat> cosmetic company. Well, it was the cosmetic company out in California, and she put on that, every single thing that they made. There, it was, <laughs> I didn't know what to expect to picking her up at the airport. I was like, well, I guess mm -hmm. that's and her. And this was a solo mission or what? Oh, no. She uh, would pick her up and bring her back and we'd go all go yeah. out to dinner. So every, every, all five of you. Yeah, all five of us would go out to dinner. <laughs> we'd all go out to dinner and your mom, your mom came, out came with, with us. Really? Dad. Oh, we did that so a lot. So stories I don't even know. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's why these oh, are your great. mom used to come with us all the time. What's your dad's favorite restaurant in um, some, some, no. Oh, Chenzino. Chenzino. Yeah. Out in we Oakland. used to go there and we used to get the we room. We used to go there. And yeah, yeah your mom would come yeah. and we'd entertain these people. Oh, yeah. Fun times. Uh -huh. fun oh, times. yeah. I miss your mom. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. <laughs> she was a lot of fun on these outings. Oh, so <laughs> my mom would go to all my sporting events and like scream. Mm -hmm. I don't mean like <laughs> to the point where people like the ref would be like, who is that? Yeah. Woman? I'd be like, no <laughs> idea. I've never met the woman in my life. <laughs> I have no, no idea no, no. who that is. I don't know who that woman is. She's but yeah. I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was it was crazy. It was yeah. Stopped a little bit. It was a little it was tame, more tame down in uh, in college, but in high school, whew. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Karen, you're up. But that that was come that on. Was there's really got to be some art. other good ones. <laughs> no, just the people who work there were just good enough. Well, that's that's the next but. one. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I have my my favorites, but favorite coworker, either past or current, um, and why? That's a good one. It's going to be the same. Go ahead. I don't even remember her name. That's even better. <laughs> she was scary. She was she was doing accounting. She was scary in accounting. You don't yes. want the scary ones with the numbers. That's no oh, good. Yeah, you can't no, no, have no. that. Every now and then you We're would talking walk about in. Yes. Village. <laughs> she used to come to work and all of a sudden she wouldn't be sitting in her chair. Like you'd look and she'd be laying behind the chair on the floor because, you know, it was more comfortable that way. <laughs> she was laying on the ground? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then she would okay. tell you but the little mini fridge was in her office so right. like if you wanted was, anything you had to had go in there it's not like we wanted to go in there that's just the location of the fridge right, exactly. so, okay. you so that's why everyone's everyone's parading into her office right. all day long because right. the fridge is there mm -hmm. and she had this Lincoln Log village that she would tell us all about and how she had her little bears in I don't, there. I'm not even sure what that means. So she had like a just like a, like a, with like all a her little, little house built and yeah. all over her office. And, and they would tell her when, you know, they were scared and 
Right. Okay. <laughs> she had a visitor, visitor and she had to put she them to, away. Right. Yeah. And she felt that she had to put holes, put holes in the boxes so they in the closet breathe. so they could breathe. The little stuffed animals. And so what, she was in charge of accounting. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. I'm surprised you guys ever got paid. So, so what what ended up becoming of of this person? Oh, she was there one day, and, and the next she day just, she was just gone. disappeared. Yeah. It was really weird. She, ca- she came to, into your life and left. That happened just to a lot like of people. That happened to another lady too. She came for the first day. I don't remember her name. She lived in Mawa. Mawa. Oh. And it started to rain. rain. Yeah. And she said, "I have to go home and close my windows." Never saw her again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a testament to like the work environment. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or the people. She never came back. Yeah, there's been, there's uh, been some fun. Who unplugged the phone, the main line. Yes, it was too loud. It was bothering him. He couldn't concentrate. So he pulled it pulled out of the it jack out. in the wall. Yeah. So he didn't think that the business so, needed oh, no. to be able to communicate no. with the outside world no. at all, though. But this is in the day where, like, everything <laughs> ran through your phone. Sure, yeah. Like, there's no, facts. There's not, like, nobody's emailing, <laughs> your right? Father, but your father showed up. Oh, like a lunatic. I'm calling the office. Nobody's picking up. And <laughs> had And I'm just like, I, it hasn't been it. ringing. I'm like, <laughs> I don't I, know. Well, I unplugged it. What? Oh. So where where it is didn't the, last long after that? Where is the <laughs> office located at this time? It's not in Glen Rock, right? It's no, it's in it, Fairlawn. It's in actually, Fairlawn. right okay. across the street, right, right next door, right, right. next okay. to that. There that were three different offices, yeah. all in that same corridor, yeah. same street, yeah. and it just kind of moved yeah. every four to five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it was all in the same ballpark. Area. But yeah. okay, so so who is? Is that yours? That's your. Is your. I feel this like is for the rest of the day. By who the, the way. same like, shipment? I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jeff fired him. Yeah, your friend Jeff let <laughs> go. <clears throat> Every week he was sending a shipment with UPS freight to Medley, Florida. Week over week over week. They it was an interline there. point. It, our <laughs> pricing didn't apply. And your father the first day. All right, <laughs> you know, don't send it that way again. The next week, he sent it again. Okay, well, his voice got a little louder. Third week, you know, same thing same again. Thing. Fourth week, he's like, get, you know, yeah. expletive <laughs> out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Three strikes, you're out, and right? That's that's the way. No not, HR, no, no nothing, just no, was, get out of here. <laughs> he was HR. So Jeff, Jeff, was a, Jeff was a family friend. Uh, there's some good stories there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you guys, I never actually had the pleasure of working with them, but <laughs> I hear plenty of uh, really good stories. But there have been a long list of really interesting and fun employees. Oh yeah, uh, that have come and gone. Come and gone, yeah, and have left a lasting impression <laughs> on uh, me and the group. Yeah, uh, I'll share. One story that I thought was great and one of those things that in, from an HR standpoint leaves you kind of scratching your head, <laughs> and this involved Karen. Uh, Uh-oh. But we had an individual. <laughs> her, eyes, her eyes just got really wide. We, we had a, you know an individual that worked for us and just one day decided, like, uh, you know, whatever's in the toaster oven, I'm just going to eat. <laughs> like, fair, fair enough. Who among like, us, right? Like, so this this guy was just like, yeah, that pizza's been in there for like 10 minutes, and that's too long on my clock, so I'm just going to eat this pizza. And <laughs> it happened to be Karen's lunch. Oh, my goodness. You don't eat my lunch yeah, when I'm hungry. I don't blame don't you. That would, that would drive me nuts. So too. then you get, you know, Karen's all pissed off, and I got to go figure out. What is going on here, <laughs> right? 
And uh, yeah, there's I don't yeah, there's not much to say to that. Just, no, there, there certainly isn't. Like, okay, Karen, I guess I'm going to go buy you some pizza. pizza. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to make any excuses for that one. So anyway, that's a yeah, yeah. good time. My lunch. Good times. Good times. <laughs> I don't blame you there. I that's that's uh, it, it's it's. I was saying to Frank on the last episode too, like that's one of those things where like when you set out to start a business or run a business or, or like those are the things nobody tells you, right? Like that you're going to have to hold this one back because she's (laughs) ready to kill somebody because somebody ate a pizza. You know what I mean? Like, but that's a real thing that happens, you know, you have to be prepared for that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Different things. Many different personalities Mm -hmm. in this world and you you get them all under one roof. It's interesting. Absolutely. Okay. So bring us into today. Bring us into Uh, you know, the five-person office to now, you know, we have about what, 40. Uh, yeah, 55 in here. In here. Something like that. Um, so what's changed? What's, uh, you know, how is the work environment now compared to then? But totally different, though. Oh, right? it's absolutely different. The yeah. whole work ethic is different. The whole way to do things, yeah, you know, is different. They're definitely, a, you know, a smarter work, you know, work smarter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's way different. People's attitudes are different toward work. And How so? I think they're they're more like it used to be work was top, you know, like work was the most important thing. And yeah. then, you know, everything else kind of fell in. Now it doesn't seem like that. It seems like everybody's family time, you know, this time. I got kids playing this. I have kids playing that. I'm not going to miss it. Yeah, so that's changed a lot over that's the years. That's changed tremendously over do you, the years. Do you think that it's, that's a fusion thing, or do you think that's just like an no, American culture thing No, I think that's pretty much everywhere yeah. now. I think I that's a, it's, a whole, yeah. it's a whole change. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. But Which I think is better, what, but, you know. What about, what about just like fusion, gen, like specific to fusion? Like is there anything that you've noticed culturally or just the way things get done around here or any of that? From you know the start to now, is there anything like major shifts that have happened other than like the obvious like technological right, advances technology, and stuff yeah. like that? No, not really. I mean, it's still. I I tend to tell people that like, it, you know, I I obviously didn't join when it was five people, but right. like it it we did grow a lot in the past couple of years, and and even even just that growth like. It feels as though this is still like a smaller family-run organization to me, but it's it's not anymore, really. I mean, it's a it's a mid-sized company at this point, right? I mean, we're right, f- almost five hundred people, including temporary employees. And stuff. But yeah, it is. It does still have the feel of a. I certainly a think smaller. so. Yeah, I don't know if that's because we're kind of you know all over the country and we're spread out. So like this office to me still feels like it's fifty-five people that are working together, and and obviously there's other you know we're working with the warehouses and we're working with the brokers and we're working with all sorts of other people, um, but it, it doesn't seem like a gigantic organization to me. You know I have worked at companies that are thirty thousand people across the country, and this does not feel like that. It's totally different in my mind. I think it feels like a <clears throat> a family atmosphere too because mm-hmm. there's people here with longevity. You know. Yeah. There's people around that have been here, you know, 10, 10, 15 years, years, you know, and that says a lot about a company, you know, Mm -hmm. for people to hang around that long. People don't have that much loyalty anymore. They don't. And and to have that here is is unique and it speaks volumes, I think, for what was built 
you know? Well, my, the, a really good measure to me of how a company culture and how a company treats its people, we have people all the time that whenever there's a job opening, like they say like, hey, my friend would love that job or like my cousin would really appreciate the opportunity there. Mm-hmm. And like you wouldn't recommend someone that you care about to work at a place if you thought it was not good. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So that to me speaks pretty loudly. Yeah. Agree. Sorry, I don't know if we got off topic there a little bit. No, we're, we have nothing but topics to discuss. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I have one. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so has there been anybody throughout your tenure here that you viewed as um, a mentor or someone that guided you along throughout your career? You're laughing, so you should go first. Well, I'm laughing because <laughs> think about it. Well, that would be Tony. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, totally he, fair. He definitely taught me a, a, absolutely everything I know. Yeah. So, like, is there anything, is, anything in particular that comes to mind? Well, when I first started working for him, you might want to cut this, but um, when I first started working for <laughs> Get him, the edit button ready. He, um, I was working for a while, and I was tracking shipments and, you know, doing a bunch of other stuff, but I was tracking shipments. And I guess I didn't give him the right answer. You know, where's this shipment? It's not out for delivery what do you mean? <clears throat> so I, he listened to me. I was on the phone with the, um, the carrier, and they were like, yeah, it's going out for delivery tomorrow. It's not, didn't make the truck. Okay, so I turned around, didn't make the truck. Oh, that wasn't the right answer. <laughs> so a little while later, he calls me into his office. He's like, sit down. He goes, I just want you to know. He goes, I listened to your call. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you really need to be more of an asshole like me. Now get out there and do your job. <laughs> so th- this is extremely accurate. So what yeah. used to happen sure. is like if something wasn't moving through an LTL carrier network fast enough, mm. you could basically raise hell and mm-hmm. make it move faster. Oh, absolutely. Like and we're a national, like we were a national account by yeah. then and we were So like, you could call the sales rep. And scream at and them. Just, call just, the terminal. Yeah. And... The, the thing that I learned right away from my father was, like, you can resolve these issues by, one, having a relationship sure. with not just a salesperson, but knowing both mm-hmm. an escalation and maybe even a de-escalation point. Like, hey, the salesperson is saying they can't do something, but maybe if I call the terminal manager and I just mm-hmm. buy lunch, like, we're good. Right. right. Like, it, it happens. Exactly. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. So that was one of the first things that I also picked up from him. And, um, yeah, is, is still maybe not as useful to the, the relationship aspect is, but yeah, the, relationship the LTL aspect carrier is, side, like, definitely. I don't think you're getting away with as, no. as much of that anymore. No, not um, at all. But that, that was, that's but true. that was back, yeah. We used to, I remember mm-hmm. tracking every shipment, something's not moving. Okay, oh. like, let's get on the phone with the sales mm-hmm. rep. Let's get on the phone with the terminal manager. Let's find out where sure. it is. Why didn't it leave? Like, is it loaded in a trailer? Yeah. Is it on a dock? But like mm-hmm. getting into the the gory details of why freight is moving the way it is. Exactly. That was and the, and the majority of the freight we moved, if not all of it, was LTL. Yes. We so it was. We were big LTL. Big LTL relationships mm-hmm. with the, with the uh, national carriers. Mm-hmm. And chemicals from the get go. A lot of chemicals. Yeah, yeah. lots A lot of, of chemicals right off the bat. We started with. Yeah. Mostly chemicals. How about you? Sure. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely Tony. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, he was a great mentor. He he taught you, you know, what you needed to know, how you needed to do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody kind of just fell in line with that. Um, 
it was structured. It was very, you know, matter of fact. Mm -hmm. There was no gray area. You knew exactly what he was thinking, <laughs> what he wanted you to do. It was very black and white. And, uh, you know, starting off in a, in a small company that way and at a younger age when I was that, you know, that you want that structure, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. And, you know. That's, I think, one out. of the largest challenges we have now is as the organization grows, it's having the right communication channels open and consistently open to make sure everybody has an idea of what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, what's priority. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's one of the biggest challenges that, that we face when you grow at, to the extent that we have. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to keep all the lines of communication open right. all the time. That's true. Um, and you also start to have business segment or silos within the business um, that need to be broken down. Mm -hmm. So one department not talking to the other one, um, not having uniform policies or procedures across departments. Uh, we see that every day here. Mm -hmm. um, and it's as simple as the way that you move through a workflow in dispatching shipments to broader HR policies that are somewhat followed differently by departments, which is crazy. Right. So when you have a, a single owner, a flatter communication profile, I think it's easier. But then as you grow to the extent that we have, that becomes one of the biggest challenges. You know, I, I just wanted to, it's, it's, I've never met Tony, right? And I, everyone that most I, people haven't. Yeah, which is crazy. it is, and yeah. I would love to have him in, and just I'm sure we'll to see him again. But um, it's it's pretty awesome to me that you know by all stories that I've heard, he could be tough, right? I mean, he he knew what he wanted, and he wanted it, you know, and he wanted to make sure everyone kind of felt as strongly about what they were doing as he did, right? Which I think is admirable. But you know, it's funny because. It seems as though he was hard on you guys, but you all remember him so fondly, right? And it seems to me like everyone that I've talked to that did have interactions with him said would say that um, you know he could be tough, but at the end of the day, like he really cared about his employees and wanted oh, to make absolutely. sure that you guys were successful. And mm -hmm. you know, so um, you know, I, I just I, I feel like you don't really see that type of management style anymore. But it seems like at least to you guys, it was something that you worked well with. Yeah, I don't know if it would be relevant today. Like, I don't know if you mm. could. I don't know if you could oh, manage no. that way. No. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, that was a different time. It was like yeah. a, another lifetime ago, you know? Things were different. Yeah. You Very know, different. we don't have, uh, you know, this generation now is a little more sensitive. Yeah. Shall exactly. we say? <laughs> Easy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what would you, what would you, uh, this is actually, another, right. that leads really well into another question that I wanted to ask you guys. So, um, and this is probably even more appropriate for you because you do have a child that's coming into the workforce, but uh, someone who was new to joining Fusion or someone who had just graduated from school and is joining the workforce in their first quote-unquote adult job for the first time, um, just given all that you've learned throughout your careers, like what is something that you would tell somebody that's you know starting their first job? It doesn't even have to be in logistics, just generally. Just be open-minded and learn all you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Simple. Yeah. yeah. Don't put up any walls, you know? Get further. Yeah. Learn it all. Just learn it. You know, it's, we, we have, um, 
not even here necessarily, but in other jobs that I've had, um, if you have like interns or people that are just joining, like sometimes you get kids that feel as though they know everything, right? And obviously nobody knows everything. And I feel like the sooner that you can learn that about yourself, the better <laughs> off you'll be, right? Probably. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just even looking forward, right? Um, so, you know, you guys have seen Fusion from kind of its birth to now. Um, what do you kind of hope happens in the next 10 years or what do you, what would you like to see happen in the next year? I would hope, God, I would be retiring in the next 10 years. <laughs> but. Well, what would you like to see for me? Because I'm hopefully still not going to, I'm not going to be retired in okay. 10 years. So this what would you like to see fusion kind of the next iteration of fusion? What would you kind of like to see uh, happen in the organization? I don't know. We're expanding. Um, I like to keep seeing that expansion, yeah. you know, just keep going. It's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to see new locations see new, open up exactly. or employees at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Definitely. How about you? Yeah, I'd like to see the same. I mean, yeah. Karen's closer to retirement than what I am. She's <laughs> a lot older than me. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, I have at least another 15 more years. So I, I would know, like I to continue then. to see it grow because, <laughs> I mean, back in 98 when I came here, boy, that would be a great pick, huh? Just mm -hmm. ride it out to retirement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you've changed roles a, uh, a bit. Most mm -hmm. recently, made another change. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's great. I, you know. How do you like? It, uh, it, I want you to tell everyone kind of where you were and then what you're doing now. Oh boy! So <laughs> first, Karen and I were in a closet together doing billing and tracking yeah, and <laughs> all of that okay. stuff. All the way up to uh, dispatch, load planning, and now mm -hmm. customer experience, which is different every single day. Yeah, totally. It's exciting. Um, uncovering a lot of things, trying mm -hmm. to get a lot of policies and procedures and, you know, standard operating procedures in place so that everybody across the board's aligned and everybody knows how their role affects the next person uh, to make things a little bit more streamlined here. Yeah, so to clarify, you're now on the front line. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you're, totally, yeah. you're inter right. yeah. interfacing with the customer every yeah. day, doing monthly reviews, quarterly reviews, whatever the review uh, sequence or cadence is, and uh, taking their feedback and coming back to operations and saying, guys, here's where we need to make adjustments, as move changes, whatever they are. And uh, this is going to help us as an organization. So you're just enhancing the customer experience uh, with Fusion. Yes. And that's something yeah. that we've never had before. So this is kind right. of new. It just started up in the past year. Um, and I think it's something that we desperately needed. You know, we're bringing on a lot more accounts now. And I think that the customers like the information that they get. And they like that they know that they can come to a group and not have to chase people Absolutely. or go to all different departments. If you remember how the business was originally structured, which I'm sure you do, uh, you were handling everything, again, from cradle to grave. So you were interfacing with the customer every day. They would communicate exactly what they needed. You'd route shipments. If there was an issue with the tracking, you could escalate it. And you were a primary point of contact dealing with the customer and yeah. kind of servicing everything they needed. Mm -hmm. But as the business grew, we realized it's probably more efficient to have the 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 roles within the business kind of group mm -hmm. together so a dispatch group an order entry group a tracking group 
Um, and that's when things start to change. What we realize is there's a customer-facing aspect that we were losing by doing that. There wasn't any one person now that spoke to the customer all the time. So if the customer says, hey, did you get this order? Yep, I got it. It's in the system. It's in there. Okay, where is it? Oh, I don't know. That's tracking, mm-hmm. right? And you lose the single source of information and you, mm-hmm. you lose just the, the overall relationship. So the idea behind the customer experience group is, and by the way, that was all falling now to the salesperson, right. which was more of an issue because now now they're not selling, they're out um, right. interfacing with customers and trying to maintain businesses instead of growing business. So we created this group with the idea of let's get the personal touch back into the organization. Yeah, and I, you know, it's funny when Lori first joined, and then she was talking to me about who she was going to have kind of help her build the department. Um, you know, I said we could search for somebody or, you know, I don't know how you want to kind of handle it. And then a couple of days later, she came to me and said, you know, what about Carrie? If, if she's someone who wants to do it, like I'd love to have her. And I was almost like mad at myself. I'm not even kidding. Like I was almost mad at myself for not thinking of that just because I feel like your demeanor and you're just have been here for so long and know so much about the organization. It, it's like a perfect fit for that role in my mind. So, you know, I'm glad that it worked out and I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's kind of a nice fit. You know, um, Lori comes from a a background of, you know, Newman's and running reports and, you know, all sorts of stuff that I don't know, you know. And then I bring in the operation side stuff that she doesn't 100% know. And now we added Maria in, who's on the accounting side, who brings in all of that. So we basically have everything covered out of three people in that department. You know, as we grow, we'll probably need a couple more people to do some legwork and stuff like that. But for right now, I mean, it's like a one-stop shop, basically, for the customer. Yeah, and I think that, you know, like you said, you know, the salespeople's time is probably better served selling stuff, right? But also, you know, that's that's a whole job in and of itself. I mean, just to be able to have the rapport with the customers and, and also be able to take the time and actually listen to what their problem is and try to fix it. Like that's a whole different ball game than trying to sell stuff too. So I think it makes a lot more sense now. And I'm, I'm like I said, I'm glad you're enjoying it and, and you know, growing the department with Lori and Maria. Yeah, no, definitely. And hopefully it, uh, you know, differentiates us a little bit from the competition, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Karen, you've spent a long time dispatching LTL. Yes. <laughs> Talk to me about the LTL carrier base <clears throat> and, more specifically, most recent shakeups in the LTL carrier base. It's a big shakeup, and people don't realize that it's really going to affect everything. It's affecting everything because yellow did everything. Yeah, so I remember when we first started working with, actually, Roadway. Right. Uh, probably... 2006 or mm-hmm. s- no, seven or eight, maybe a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And Roadway was a really good company. Yeah. And I think they merged right yes. around that time. Mm-hmm. And then it became YRC. YRC. And then they've been going through bankrupts ever, <laughs> bankruptcy <Yeah>. ever since. <laughs> well, yeah, they <laughs> Pretty much right big, away. They had a big $700 million bailout that they failed yeah. to. They bought new trucks. I was just reading about yeah. that during COVID, yeah. right? They had a big yeah. bailout. Yeah. But even before that, yeah, remember, oh uh, yeah, it, remember there was like the smaller guys. Like you had like the Jevics. Mm-hmm. You had um, because yellow has always been your your cheapest yeah carrier. Well, central has always been well, your central. Yeah. Well, it, as long as you don't care when it gets there, but, right? 
why or see it. I mean, they got to the point where they were they had so much freight that they don't know where your freight is. So they've lost so much of our freight. We used. To, I remember one year. I don't remember. It had to be all these years kind of blend together now. But 2008, 2009, when we were uh, managing Popcorn Indiana, oh. and we would send you know, 1,500 pallets mm -hmm. out with them in a right. day. Mm -hmm. And the majority of it would go to roadway. Yeah. And then I remember the next year after the merger, they increased our prices mm -hmm. substantially. And I remember the sales rep coming in and saying, you're the largest lost account in terms of dollars that we have in the entire company. Because we used to dispatch oh, yeah. literally 10 trailers worth sure. of LTL or more in a day going everywhere. And then we just stopped because their pricing got crazy. And then we just started moving in different ways. New Century, mm -hmm. um, a bunch of the smaller yeah. carriers started oh, doing pool distribution, eventually got into the Walmart consolidation program. Mm -hmm. But that business all used to move with Roadway and then YRC. YRC. Yeah. They moved a lot of freight. They were like the only company who would take certain hazmat. They, they took basically YRC? anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to move that explosive stuff for that other company out in California. I mean, they have to go through all kinds of stuff. Nobody would touch yeah. it. Why well, I say, oh, sure. Just load it no in problem. the truck. It'll be fine. <laughs> and like that's basically old. what they did. Yeah, they're like the old school guys. Yeah. You know? They were like, they're let's just, go. We're like, well, it's on a pallet. No, yeah. take it. All right. Come on. So there, there are so <laughs> many stories, Dan. I can't even tell you the stories of seeing, like, freight how it's how it de gets delivered we had a i remember i have so many of these stories i remember we tendered uh so we'd have carriers come to the office they talked to us about what they do their service mm -hmm. areas their pricing we'd put in a pricing agreement with them and then we'd start routing freight with them and i remember times where one carrier brand new first shipment the guy went to go make a delivery they refused the delivery and it was popcorn and the pallets of popcorn were 40 by 48 by about 105 oh, yeah. inches tall. <laughs> this guy, huge. there was like two pallets on the delivery. He was just like, okay, you're going to refuse it. He literally backed his truck up five feet, pushed the pallets onto the ground and left. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a picture from the customer like. He's just like, hey, there's yeah. like a mountain of popcorn yeah. in my parking <laughs> lot. Yeah, like, you want it. You pallets of popcorn <laughs> in my parking lot on the ground. So what it, what it just you just have to chalk that up as a loss, right? I mean, what do you yeah, do? You with just, that? yeah, yeah there's, you apologize <laughs> up and down. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times we've had, mm. I've gotten this call. Hey, your driver's here to pick up and he, he's peeing in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he, like he's never allowed back here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it's not that's our driver. It's not our driver, but it's, right, right. it's, a, yeah. it's a carrier. Right, right. But like they're calling you, telling you, and then you got to go escalate that to the, the sales rep. But there's all these crazy stories that only happen in this industry. And that's why I started it with like, back yeah. that only goes oh, yeah. back to like the restaurant industry where you have these crazy stories. Absolutely. I, don't, I can't imagine another industry where this stuff goes on. I can't really I like the, either. The guy who was drunk, the driver who was drunk showed up at, I don't know, a pickup, and the customer called, and she was like, he's two sheets to the wind, and I'm, and a younger person, you know, got that call. He was like, two sheets to the wind. What are you talking about? Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> and I'm like. It means he should not be driving. <laughs> I go, ask, ask if he's drunk. So she was like, yeah, he can't even stand. I'm not giving him my freight. You hear yes. this woman screaming oh in goodness. the background. 
but yeah, but it's things that you can't control. Yeah. You know, that's a well, and that's it's that's what I find to be interesting about truck what I do is it. that it's literally something new every day. Well, yeah. Every day is something that like, oh, like I never would have even thought that that would be a problem that I'm dealing with, but here I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? So whoever knew this so, would be a but part of that's the that's what keeps it fun though for me, you know. I mean, if it's the same thing every day over and over, it's like that gets old, you right. know. So Yeah. Well, I was saying before, that's why you mm -hmm. stick around. It's always different. Yeah. What? <laughs> right. You're always going to sure. get a different day. This is true. <laughs> and now sitting on the side that you're on, you you see it firsthand. Oh, boy. When you're in operations yeah. and deep in operations, sometimes you don't. No, because you're buried over it. there and you get other people handling the outside stuff for you. But yeah. Yeah. when when you're out on the on the front, it's fun. Have you had a Have you had a less than pleased customer so far in your tenure? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, some reasonable, some unreasonable. Yeah. You know, some, just, you know, some understand, you know, it's the business. I you just, have drivers on the road. You're delivering to all 42 Walmart DCs every week out of four different locations, sometime multiple, you know, uh, the same DCs delivering out of the same spot. So you could have double some months, right? They have to understand that with all these trucks on the road, something is going to go wrong. Right. right. Something. So it's like yeah. get in your car and drive to California <laughs> and get to this specific address at this specific time right. five right. days from now. Right. And you have to do it. And then you're, yeah. you're And you have to do that 500 times every <laughs> <Right>. week. <laughs> <laughs> it is like kind of a ridiculous task when you're thinking about it. I mean, yeah. you're dealing with weather and traffic. And if just People. the guy gets sick or whatever, I mean, there's nothing you could do about that, you know, right. or just a vehicle breaking down or, you know, whatever the case may be. There's a million obstacles. And all the you expectation really is extremely high. Yeah. And, you know, you have customers and clients that understand that and others that are just like, it's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Um but that's not even the unreasonable aspect. I think when you get into some of the, you know, the requests you get sometimes are just crazy, totally crazy. Like this needs to be in California, you know, New Jersey, California, uh, tomorrow. Okay. Like, are we going to fly there? <laughs> no. We just get a truck under it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have a teleporter, no. that's not happening. No, but right? people don't think that way. They don't. They don't, they no, don't. Not at all. They're just like it needs to be there by tomorrow. Like, okay, well, you know, there aren't many options. Um, so it's just not, um, you know, there's just unreasonable requests and unreasonable things that come across. But that's not the majority of it. It's just funny when it when it does happen. <laughs> what about you, Karen? Do you have anything, any frustrations in your day to day that? You want to vent about? You can talk about. Oh boy! Kind of. This could be your. <laughs> we might not have time. This could be. This could be your. This could be your couch that you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll let her get a beer oh, first. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk a little longer. Was, was the addition of the beer and the kegerator a good addition or bad? Yeah, it was. It was a good. So addition. we should bring it back. The yes, kegerator is got to come back. Bring it back. Okay, we should yeah, get rid of the kombucha. Was, who was the? I, I think was, it was getting more action the other way. Was that? Did you want that? Everybody went on that diet. Oh, everybody did the walk thing and they didn't yeah. want to do it. And uh, yeah, so I said, okay, we're going to get something healthy. So we yeah. got cold Makes brew sense. and we got kombucha. Cold brew, though, I don't think that was big. No, I don't think anyone has, <laughs> has drank any of it. No. I thought it was going to go like wildfire. I, can, I, I did try it. No good. I didn't think I was going to. No. No. I'm not a, I'm a hot coffee yeah. Yeah. person. I don't like cold. Yeah, so for everybody listening, we put a kegerator in the kitchen. <laughs> and it's <laughs> lovely. Why did it? it is lovely. It's a beautiful kegerator. We just need to use it 
Yeah, we need to switch it back to beer. Yeah, switch uh, back to beer. So that was like one of the first things I think when, when mm -hmm. Dan and I were talking. That was yeah. a great yeah. idea. No, we're, we're like, I'm sure this is not uh, approved in the Fusion Handbook. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But I think it'd go a long way. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah. my, my, oh, yeah. Whenever there's some sort of like outing or there's alcohol oh, involved, sure. obviously, from an HR perspective, your fear is like, are people going to fight or is somebody going to drive drunk or something like that that would make the company liable for anything? But obviously, people are pretty well behaved about that, yeah. that kind of they stuff. Yeah. They were so. good. Everybody was good. Yeah. 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 There was no problems yes. at all. Yeah. We, right. had, we had an electrician come and do some electrical work for us, and he was here, and he was like, is that a kegerator? And I said, yeah. And he said, like, do you mind? And I said, like, are you going to be okay? Like, you're not going to electrocute yourself or anything? He's like, no, no, it's totally fine. I was like, yeah, knock yourself out, man. Like, <laughs> so he's probably half drunk putting our lights together. Yeah. That's, that's why I see the cleaning guy in here, like, all night. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he sleeps here. Yeah. He doesn't get anything done. You know, puts on television. So. Um, any last Comments, anything you want to talk about before we? Relatively painless. Yeah, no, it was great. It was painless. No, thanks right. for having right. us. Oh, it was great. Been to it. It's it's kind of fun, right? It's not yeah. bad. Yeah, it's cool. It's mm -hmm. different. Yeah. You know, like did I think, you know, twenty five years ago we'd be Sitting having a here. podcast? <laughs> I said the exact yeah, really. same thing the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even think nobody knew what that was twenty five years ago. Was was years oh. ago. So here's here's what like. This is why I, you know, I told Amiana and I told Dan, like, let's just do this. Yeah. Uh, I went to this mm -hmm. conference in Washington. We're talking about leadership and different things that uh, people are doing to, to run their business. And, like, one of the very direct questions was, like, what are you doing to get your business out there and your people, uh, you know, just spread word about, like, what you're doing between in your business and outside your business. And one of the very directed things was like, why aren't you doing a podcast? It costs like nothing to do. Mm -hmm. um, you need to invest in some equipment, which you don't even need to go super high end. And you can reach a ton of people. You know, you can reach all of your employees internally. You can get messages out to your customers. And I came back and I was like, I'm going to go, go buy this stuff. <laughs> and we came up with like a short list and we're like, okay, we can, you know, this is reasonable. Let's go do this. Yeah. And uh, so we did our launch a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a test, which you guys saw. Yeah. And uh, we're going to continue to do them and we'll expand, you know, what we're talking about, topics we're talking about, people we're talking to. And uh, hopefully they could just continue to get better and better. More people tune in. I think it'd be great. Mm. Yeah. Sounds good. So yeah. I hope you had fun. I did. Sure. Thank you, Thank guys. You. Very much Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching the On The Move podcast. Uh, we will be coming back to you very shortly with the next episode. Thank you so much.